Hey, what's up? Welcome back to the Loose and Mel podcast. I'm Mel. And I'm Loose. And today we're going to be talking about uh, how to become a family influencer. Well, how to become family influencers, I guess we would say. It seems to be a secret because no one wants to really share how they have escalated their following on YouTube or maybe have closed on brand deals. And um, it seems like everyone just wants to keep the information to themselves. Yeah. And when we were looking for this information, even now, you still can't find it anywhere. No one is talking about it. No one wants to share how to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Like we were, I mean, we wasted so much time on YouTube, on forums. And there's this information is really not out there at all. Yeah. Like you just have to start. You just have to do it. And I think through trial and error, like we've kind of put a system together. Yeah, it's like you either figure it out on your own or you don't because no one wants to talk about it. And like you said, we spent well almost four years now, and we're still figuring it out. And but now we have a lot more answers because we've been doing it for a while. But yeah, um, it's still hard to like find other families that will help you if you need any tips. I have even DM'd certain families. Yes, we reached out to other yeah. influencer and families. It was really just saying, hey, like, I am a content creator and my kids do YouTube. Do you have any tips on this that I'm struggling with? And I would either get left on scene or they just want to open their DMs because they don't want to tell us. And it's so yeah. crazy to me. Like, Yeah, it's be- and because that it's like... It's really because people think that you're going to come for their spot. But there's so much room on all platforms platforms (laughs) right now that it doesn't make any sense to hold back the information. And that's why we want to give it away. Like, we're giving it away. Like, how we did it, like, we just want you guys to know that somebody out there wants you to have this information. Yeah, so... What I would recommend if you are looking to become a family influencer is to first figure out why you want to become a family influencer because there's different reasons why. Um, Some are, do you want to just build a community and following? Do Mm -hmm. you want to have brand deals? Do you want to work with brands? Um, Are you looking to build an extra income? Or are you just a creative person and you want to put your creativeness out there. So there's really different categories as to why, or maybe it's just all of the above. I know for us, it was pretty much everything, right? but we really wanted the brand deals. We wanted to be sided with our favorite brands like target and everything that we kind of use. We wanted to build a relationship with these companies and, uh, just have that authority. We wanted to have the authority to be able to teach you guys and tell you like how we did it so that if that was one of your goals, we can say, Hey, listen, we've done this. And yeah. So before you even get started, I would recommend to, like I said, first figure out why you want to do it. Yeah. And it's fine if, if it's all of the above, because like you said, it was all of the above for us. Mm-hmm. And then um, after that, I would say, what platform are you going to be using? There's so much noise right now going on yes. with social media, like Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. I know Instagram and TikTok are like competing right now. We're trying. Instagram is trying to keep up with TikTok, and so at this point, Instagram is 
for me personally, sometimes hard to keep up with because now there's reels and now there's stories and now there's Instagram TV and now there's yeah. like new futures of captions for Instagram. I mean, it's just there's so much. And yeah. TikTok is also a great place because you blow up a lot quicker than Instagram. Um so I also wouldn't recommend to try to do it all when you're first starting out because you're going to get burnt out. Yeah, quick. like it is. It is impossible, honestly, unless you have someone who's doing it for you. I would kind of recommend only two to start off with. Yeah, two. Two is a nice base. We even right now, like we're just like, oh man, should we start another Instagram? Should we? You don't want to put too much on your plate. Putting too much on your plate will lead to burnout quick yeah and it, it's just it's too much as yeah. i explained it to jamal before i said it's like a spider web and you're just creating like all these different things and over time you can't keep up but um we started off slowly so we started with youtube for our kids and i started with instagram yeah for myself i got rid of facebook because i never liked facebook right now we use facebook only for ads like just for ads we're not on facebook yeah and just as um we just have like our main pages business pages up but we, we're not really on there it's just not something that we like to use yeah and we currently got on tiktok yeah, yeah we're currently on tiktok now we're pushing out more content because tiktok is there's a lot of potential on there and we do podcasts and we do youtube and so yeah i know i just said don't oh. do too much but like i said these are platforms that we have built over time slowly. Uh-huh. Like we didn't just wake up one day and said, let's do YouTube and Instagram and podcasting and all these things. It's been almost four years now, like yeah. I said. Well, I feel like we kind of took on a lot. We did. For ourselves. But after a while, it stopped It stopped being a lot and it started, just being, started to just be normal. So like if, like we wouldn't recommend it. But like, just get started. Like, like start something. If you're gonna start an Instagram, start your Instagram. Stay consistent. If you're gonna start a podcast, if you're someone that you have like a lot of stuff to say or a lot of information that information that you want to share, but you don't like to show your face, I think podcast is great. Yeah, and it's easy. Like you, yeah, you literally just get a mic and, and start. You just talk like about anything and everything. Yeah. Um, it is a lot easier to start a podcast than it is to get going it takes a lot a lot less skill like not a lot less skill but you don't have to learn the camera if you don't want to you don't have right. to learn like you don't even have to have like a big a audio interface like this uh you and can, editing is a lot easier too yeah like so much easier there's so many free tools too like you don't have to purchase a, a podcast editor most of the time you can just do it yeah with free software so um yeah just pick two things to get started with uh we think that the well for organic growth i would say go youtube or tiktok but if you're looking to establish like have a brand where people can go to see your uh portfolio so to say instagram is a good is good for that it's like a business card um pinterest is also really good i started using it what it's probably been like almost a year now yeah no, not even a year i started last summer so like maybe eight months around there mm-hmm. and i have grown it 
when it comes to the monthly views and I post one thing where it directs my audience to like our podcast and our YouTube and the reach is insane compared yeah. to Instagram. It's almost the same as TikTok, but I would say it's a lot better than mm-hmm. even TikTok. Like that's how amazing it is. And a lot of people don't even know they kind of sleep on Pinterest because Pinterest is more of like where you go and you search for ideas. Yeah. You don't really think to let me create a platform off of this, but I've even been saying it on Instagram. Like if you don't have Pinterest for your business, you are missing out on amazing um, growth and engagement. Yeah, absolutely. Pinterest is definitely like I didn't know how how good Pinterest was until she showed me. But uh, I didn't either. It was like it was actually by mistake. Like I posted something about coffee and (laughs) my like monthly viewers went from like 200 to I'm now at 700,000. And I'm like, what is going on here? Like, this is so crazy. I would only go on Pinterest when I needed to find an outfit. I'd be like. Well, it was the same thing with me. And I was like, yeah. let me just try to add one of my own things here. And that's where and I was like, oh, my God, yeah. I found something. Yeah. It's, I would recommend Pinterest if you're into, like, DIY and yeah. uh, just, like, home renovation and stuff like that. I always found some good stuff there. Yeah. But the yeah. great thing, too, about Pinterest is that it, you can take. So if you're doing reels on Instagram or TikTok, you can just take those videos and then just throw it into Pinterest. So you don't really have to reinvent new information. You're just adding the same video or content onto Pinterest. Yeah. And it makes sense if you're a mom and your audience is moms and you're doing like family lifestyle type stuff. Pinterest is perfect. Yeah. The majority of users on Pinterest is women. Yeah. So like. Just to get your name out there, if you got some recipes, if you're a cook or something and you want to get your 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 YouTube going with, like, kids' lunches and stuff like that, like, that's the perfect place. Like, I've looked up kids' lunch ideas on Pinterest before. I did, too. All day so, long. like, <laughs> you got to really think, like, where are you going to find the most organic reach for your niche? Oh, that, that rhymed. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so so once you figure out your platforms, you then want to figure out what kind of content you're going to be creating and how you want your content to look. Because as a reminder, it's 2021, so your stuff should look pretty clean and up to date with the year, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like no one wants to see grainy, dark photos anymore or dark videos or glitchy videos. Like, yeah. you know, we have so much technology nowadays that it should look the par. Exactly. And um, I've even been Even if you're out. using a cell phone. Right. Like, yeah. I mean, the cell phones nowadays are crazy. It's literally the same thing as a camera. Yeah. And there's so many editing softwares too. So you don't need a camera if you don't have one. You can literally, if you have an iPhone, you can take amazing videos and photos and then just use editing softwares. Like, there's so many. All right. So, it's important for you to be able to locate your audience. You want to bring them into your family, so to speak, by creating an email list. Because if everything was to go away, how would they find you again? If YouTube fell off or blocked you or took your channel down... You're gone. Like your whole business is gone. Your whole everything you've worked for, you have to start from the ground. And we want to try to save you from that by helping you get started and building that healthy foundation so that 
if anything was to happen with any of these platforms that you would be set, you would still have your day ones, right? Like you were diehard fans. They'll still be in your, uh, in your family, so to speak. And with that, you want to also figure out who your audience is. So, and that goes to what kind of content you want to be creating. But also, once you figure out your audience, it makes it so much easier to figure out what kind of content you should be creating. So, um, let's say if you're if you want to be known for like pranks, um, once you figure out, okay, I want to do pranks. I think it's fun. You now know what kind of content you should be creating, which is just pranks. Or if you want to be more of a blogger, you know, like a bloggy type, then um, you know that you need to have high quality photos and that your picture should have a story behind it, some something vulnerable, something where other moms can relate to if that's your audience. Everything comes back to who who is your community? Like, what do you want your community community to look like? Yeah. For us, we know that we are family creators so we want to build a community of other family creators who have kids who you know want to do youtube or maybe you know they just like social media and they want to build a platform build multiple sources of income so that's what our community looks like so it makes it easy for us to now be able to create content and when you're creating this content don't try to remake the wheel see what's already out there because that's what they're all all doing. They're just remaking the same videos. Yeah, and for those of you who are like, I don't want to copycat. I don't want to be like everyone else. When you don't want to be like everyone else when it comes to social media and stuff, I, I understand that everyone wants to be different and like authentic and stuff. But if there's a video that's already doing crazy numbers, yeah. Don't try to go and make that video, that same video in a different way because no. it's actually not going to do as well. And I learned that. Yes, the hard I way. I was always like, oh, my God, I don't want to, like, put out that weird content. Like, it's so vulnerable. And my Instagram now is changing to yeah. that content that I didn't like before, which is more like that family and that, like, blog you know filter yeah right and it's doing well yeah (laughs) even though she's grabbing the audience that she wants right because that's what they're used to yeah and so like you said like don't try to recreate something if it's already working and we already know that it works yeah then just roll with it you can put your own twist to it and your own personality like Mm -hmm. absolutely so that your audience knows who you are as a person but as far as like trying to create content and saying this might go viral i think it would like i think it's great it's yeah. great every once in a while but if there's stuff that's already being done that's making crazy numbers like i said before then just do it as well yeah that's what social media is especially youtube and so with content we all know that video is king it's 2021 video is what really captures people's attention no one really wants to read long captions there's still certain people that do and that that's you know that's their thing but for Mm -hmm. the most part video is what grabs attention and i used to struggle with this because i didn't really like being on camera i was like oh it's cool because it it was too much i felt like i was showing sharing too much of my personality yeah and being vulnerable and i'm a really i'm kind of private so it Uh was weird to me but this was even kind of a struggle right getting this going this is actually our first uh podcast on camera guys yeah but i have tried over and over again to make my photos grab my audience attention and it doesn't really work but when i post a video it goes crazy because that's just the general that's just where we're at right now and i think when you don't keep up 
and you want to stay in your comfortable place, it leaves you behind. Yeah. So now that we're doing video, I'm like, okay, this isn't so it's bad. Not as hard as, and we're yeah. keeping up, like, you know, the whole, like I said, like, blogging is is cool and all but that's not really where we're at anymore the the community is getting smaller and smaller because no one wants to really take that time and we're all you know we're all in a a rush to get i don't know somewhere (laughs) yeah but video is just what catches our attention and like you said before when we're looking for some something or information or for entertainment the first place that we go to is either YouTube or TikTok for most of us. Yeah. No one is really going to like Instagram to look for photos and captions, if that makes sense. Yeah, they're not really like if I wanted help with something, I'm not going to go search Instagram. If anything, I'm going to either go to YouTube or I lately I've been hashtagging recipes and stuff on TikTok and a quick 15 Second TikTok will literally teach me how to cook a whole meal for my family. It's yeah. crazy, and I'm not saying that photos don't work because they do. Yeah. There's, you know, there's certain people that grow their whatever platform with captions and writing, and you know. But I'm just saying that to also keep in mind that video is where everything's going. Right. So it's the same thing. Like 20 years ago, blogs were a big thing. And then after that, it was kind of like podcasts. And then after that, Instagram took over with the photos, which was just literally uh, a blog on an app. On a, You know what I mean? It was literally just a blog yeah. on an app. And now everything is either YouTube or TikTok, which is all video-based. And you can actually look at... Uh, YouTube, they're doing YouTube shorts. They're trying to steal the TikTok business model. Clubhouse came out and now Instagram is trying to change uh, Instagram live to kind of match that Clubhouse vibe. So now you got Clubhouse, but with video. Yeah. And when you think about it, now Clubhouse is probably going to push podcasting to the side. Yeah. Because now you it's a platform that you get to just get on and talk with other people versus a podcast. You have to edit. You have to upload. You have to create certain content. But with Clubhouse, you can literally just jump on and meet new people right then and there. Yeah. Yeah. Clubhouse is like an awesome way to network. Yeah. Yeah. You can't. The My only gripe with them is you can't save your content. So if you have like a crazy conversation and some gems are dropped, you can't save it. It's like, yeah. well, you can record it like on your phone. Well, you can't. Well, rec- if you have another or like you know camera, yeah. I guess. But I get what you mean. Yeah. yeah. All right. So now, when it comes to the niche that you want to choose, you can always go to other creators who are in the same and just kind of look at what they're doing. Don't get too caught up in what they're doing because it'll take you through like a loophole. But like you said, don't really try to reinvent the wheel. Like if there's someone else that you know that's already doing it and they've had success with it, then try to kind of go the same route. <laughs> like I don't want to say copy. No, I mean, I'm, I'm not saying copy. I'm saying like you kind of do want to copy. Like I'm not going to tell you. Yeah. So everything that you want to do has been done unless you're about to like get a bunch of engineers to create something new. Any idea you have has been thought out. Like, I mean, we have to stop trying to pretend like people are like 
coming up with these amazing ideas. Like even on TikTok, you have people that are stealing dances and going on like daytime television, nighttime television and doing these dances when they're not the original creators. But it just doesn't matter. Once it's out there, it's out there. Our our rule of thumb is to always give the original creator credit because it just feels right. But you also don't have to do that. You should. You should, though. But yeah. You know what I mean? You should. <laughs> but I feel like we're going to get lashback for this. Yeah. Because like, I'm, I'm not saying copy. Like, I'm just... Yeah. Go to three people who are in the same niche as you on whatever platform and you will kind of see that their stuff kind of looks the same. The only difference is that they're just putting their own personalities into yes. it, their own wording and exactly. their own, like I said, just it's really just personality. Yeah. Two people can be doing the same thing, but maybe you're more drawn to one person than the other because yeah. of who they naturally are. And that's okay. But And that's that's everything on the Internet. There's so many people telling, giving the same information, but in their may, own way, maybe I can't relate to this person. So now I'm listening to this other person that I can relate to and the information just comes off better. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just because of their personality or their delivery. So you also want to make sure that you are engaging with their audience. I seriously hate when people don't reply back to someone's comment like you should be replying back to everyone that comments yeah and also socializing with others that are in the same niche as you like you guys are not in competition if anything you guys have things in common and you can bounce back bounce back and learn new things that's what social media is for it's to network it's to socialize it's to talk to other creators and yeah so please don't like leave people for dead yeah like yeah kind of uh and you got to remember that, like, these people spent use their time to watch you. Like, time is the most precious thing we have. Like, everything is vying for our time. They could have been watching Hulu. They could have been watching Netflix. They're on YouTube watching you. You know what I mean? So just have that mutual respect if they reach out to you then. Just answer their question. Like, it's not that hard. Uh, Unless you have a crazy, crazy following, which yeah, well, I understand, like, some... It, it's too much like you really yeah. can't respond to everyone unless you're going to be on your phone for hours uh-huh. but for the most part like you at should least, be engaging at least the first hour after you post you should be get engaging with those people on that post yeah you know what i mean like i get it once you get past a certain point in their reply like there's comments on the post you posted two years ago like that's different <laughs> like <laughs> that's completely different but uh an hour to two hours after you post something, just try to reply. I mean, I'm sure you can do your best and do that. So. Yeah. So another tip, if your goal is to work with brands, make sure that your platform looks like what they want. A lot of times we yeah, think that. It has to reflect what they want to see in their brand. Yeah. We actually just recently learned this. Like, yeah. if you want to work with a brand, but your page doesn't look like something that they are interested in, then they're not, never going to reach out to you and they're not going to work out, work with you. Yeah. Um, because a lot of times when, when brands are scouting, they're looking for the content that they want. Yeah. A certain look. And that even goes with, um, reposting your stuff. So let's say their page is like mainly the color pink and you create a, uh, content and the color is like blue. 
it sounds crazy, but they're not really going to repost you because it doesn't go with their feed. Yeah. And like, it sounds insane, but this is literally what it, how it is. Yeah. Or maybe they go more for like uh, filtered pictures, but your photo isn't really, it doesn't have the filter that their content has. They also won't really reach out. So you basically want to, you, ba- you kind of want to give them like, um, like a preview. Yeah. A preview of what they can expect. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so like I would, what I would do is just kind of make a list of the brands you want to work with and then go on those pages and see who they're reposting and then go check those pages because usually they'll be the same format, either the same kind of filters or. Yep. Yeah, like so you would have an idea of what your photos need to look like, what your profile needs to look like. To get reposted, to get those brand deals. And they actually, a lot of them will ask you for previous work so that they can see what you can create and what it looks like. Like brands don't just say yes, right? They either reach out to you or if you go to them, they want to see what you can do. So if your profile already shows um, work that you can do for them, then you have more of a chance. Yeah, yeah. Just give yourself a heads up, like give yourself room to win because you don't want to reach out and because it's it's disheartening. It'll it'll make you stop reaching out if you keep getting too many denials. But if you know what they're looking for already, then it you know what I mean? It's kind of so just to go over what we talked about and how to create content as a family, um, figure out your audience And after you figure out your audience, it'll make it easier for you to figure out what kind of content you should be creating. Um, Also look at what others in your niche are doing and see what is working for them and kind of just create the same stuff, but in your own way. Yeah. And also stay consistent. I know everyone says it, but people want consistency. Your community wants consistency. Yes. Absolutely. Um, That's like number one. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you go, like, I'm I'm number one for disappearing, guys. <laughs> but consistency is big. Like, people will show up day after up. day. Yeah, if you show up for them. If you want them to show up for you, you have to show up for them. Yeah. It goes hand in hand. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, Also, make sure that you are creating high-quality content and entertaining if some of your content isn't working, then it might be boring. And that's just what it is. Like, it might be boring. I had to learn that also. Like, my content was getting kind of yeah. boring. And so I had to, like, change things up and get with the time. <laughs> yeah, because a lot of people forget that you have to entertain. Like, even if you're trying to educate, you still have to entertain. It still has to have some type of. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Energy. Spark, yeah. yeah you Spark to, energy. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, that's all I got on that one. Yeah. So that's about it. We're going to close out this podcast. Uh, you can go check us out on Apple Podcasts. Leave a like, comment. It helps out the podcast greatly. If you want to do YouTube with your kids or with your family, we created a cheat sheet that will show you guys seven profitable niches that you can start right now. And you guys can find that in the description down below or in our show notes. Yes. All right. Go check out the show notes, guys. We'll see you in the next one. Peace.